Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the AFK BRB podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston Maggot Clown. Joining us in the Zencaster studios is the time being, Rot Arnold. Nice. Thank you. That's, that's great. I've, I have recovered from your name, though. That was perfect. Our beautiful host, Diane Shipley. Oh, nice. You know what? And... I'm going to have to wait till you finish with this before I ignore you. Uh-huh. I'm glad I didn't hear these names uh, prior. This is fantastic. Yeah. Nope, nope. Yeah, I didn't let anybody know about this. No. And joining us in the studio today, a good friend of the show and just a good person all around. Please put your hands together for Tavis Arkham Horror. <laughs> Tavis. <laughs> what is that name? Is it German? In Boston, I don't know. I know it's like our horror month here. Is that the reason you're playing Sugar Ray's Fly? Yes, because it is a wonderful movie. Yep. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, yes. The best thing I'm seeing is there's a petition on the internet to have Jeff Goldblum play the fly that was on Pence's head. And and I am nah, here for that. Really? It wouldn't <laughs> surprise me if Saturday Night Live jumped on that one. Oh, I know they have to. New recordings. They had their first episode last week, and it was okay. I mean, SNL is kind of hit and miss. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I heard some feedback feedback on it. But we are doing this is our this is our spectacular month for all you boys and goyles. I have a speech impediment. So <laughs> what we're gonna do here today is this episode we're gonna talk to Tavis. He's a part of the new Walking Dead show. And then later in the month we're gonna have an episode about haunted houses and ghost busting. Nice. Mm. Does that sound about right, Scott? Ghost that sounds busting. right to me. Ghostbusting works. Yes, it's I don't gonna, know how much gonna... busting we actually do. It's more like we just kind of investigate and see what we see you don't bust the ghost i don't think so i think we just leave Hmm. the ghost alone yeah my favorite ghost busting show is i don't know the name of it but it's the one where they're both like all three of them are super jacked and they basically go into (laughs) the house and uh challenge the ghost to a fight exactly what you're talking about yeah they antagonize them that's my (laughs) favorite one have you seen that one i know exactly what you're talking about i forgot i get the name Uh, the funny story bob about I went to Waverly, you know, quite a bit, and and Waverly is, you know, a lot of the ghost hunting shows go there. So the mm-hmm. owner of Waverly was talking to us about when that when that guy, that the main guy behind that show, was there, and you know how how much you know she the, the, like his his style and and whatnot. And there there was some kind of a fan that drove all the way to Waverly to, to meet him, and he wasn't mm-hmm. wanting to come out. And she went down there and got him and made him come out to meet the fan. <laughs> and she's like, "You will meet this fan." <laughs> so. I'm about to wrestle a ghost. <laughs> right. I'm about to fight, man. <laughs> so was that a legit thing? They were trying, they wanted to fight the ghost? They always do. No, they do. That's what they, they, they not physically fight, I guess, but they, they go in there like just antagonizing them. shit ghost. Yeah, exactly. They, they basically, the, the best description I, that I think I've, I've saw was like, they, they go into it, you know, screaming, you know, like trying to fight them. And then as soon as they, they see something, they run, they, they scream like little girls and run. <laughs> so. Yeah. And they'll do that. I know that the BuzzFeed ones, the Unsolved with BuzzFeed, one of the guys is a little antagonistic because he's like, this, this shit isn't real. I don't give a fuck. Right. He's the one that the, the, the what's up, demon, is it your boy memes from? <laughs> yeah. But I know that Chase, uh. Chase Dyer from part of the new Wild with a Y. Yeah. He was wanting to put together a show at one point where we sort of did that, where we would go, we would go to a haunted house and then just like talk shit to the ghost the whole time. Fuck you, ghost! Like, just challenge, like just d- like, daring them to haunt us. Like bring this motherfucker over here with the chains. Yep. Like that's original and shit. Do something we ain't seen before. That's, <laughs> that's like the total opposite of what you're supposed to do. No, 
it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a fun episode. Oh, it will be. Speaking of fun, this is a poor segue, but we have Tavis here today. So Tavis, you're also in LA, right? Yes. Nice. This is like our second LA person. <laughs> nice. We're fancy. So you're on this new Walking Dead show. Third? I am. Yes, the third series, the second spin-off from the main show. But yeah. Walking okay. Dead three. T W D three was our, our working Oh, one of title. our working codes. <laughs> nice. I like it. Um, you guys should go with that. I think is it time? Is is it too late to, to change it? <laughs> I mean, it's just two episodes that are out. Yeah, I, I think you have it's time. Just, it's just two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll tell my boss. Right. Thank you. Just say <laughs> Ryan. Them, uh, the podcast uh, advised it. That'll <laughs> yes. go a long ways. Yeah. <laughs> if they can change eight simple rules, then they can change The Walking Dead. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. You go. Well, you know. I guess, well, in this case, John Ritter would probably come back as a zombie, though. <laughs> probably. Oh, oh. Zombie Ritter would be awesome. Oh, <laughs> anyway, back to... be riddled with maggots. Oh, oh see what that was did bad. There. So yours is the world beyond, right? Yes, Walking Dead world beyond. Okay. And the interesting thing about this is it's not going to run for, like, what, 10, 12 seasons? Right. It's, it's a two... How do they put it? A two-season limited event. Okay. okay. That's what they're calling it. It's two 10-episode seasons. At okay. least I know the first season is 10 episodes for sure. I assume the second season. Yeah. They like that round number. Yeah. And the thing that thing's interesting is you guys were originally going to air this in April. And then yeah. you said, you know what? No, we're going to wait till October. <laughs> for no reason at all, you were just like, you know what? Let's just wait. Let's just do let's it. Like, let's let them build more anticipation. Yeah. It was totally my call. Oh, he was. No. <laughs> you went up to Scott Gimple and go, I got a great idea that you're going to love. They're going, this kid's going places. Uh, oh, it was, a, yeah, obviously an AMC decision to yeah. push it. I, I, you know, they've got tons of factors to consider, whether scheduling woes and whatever productions got pushed that mm-hmm. were supposed to happen. Yeah. So they had to rethink everything. I have, I have no idea what why they did it specifically mm-hmm. but um yeah i'm sure it was a ton of facts oh i can't imagine so many that, moving parts yeah because at that point they were thinking because they're looking into hey what are we going to have for the fall yeah and like the winter that's why i think amazon really did the boys uh, yeah i mean that. that's smart i mean yeah, yeah it's great to just have kind of constant content drips yes um, I, I i still think we may run out <laughs> I, I don't oh, know God, yeah. i mean given the fact that everything shut down in march for months and months and a lot of productions Still haven't come back. We're not back yet. Some that tried to come back got canceled and yeah. delayed again, and other shows got canceled. So yeah, I don't know when that happens. <laughs> like if it's January or February, where it's like we have nothing to watch anywhere. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. As much as as much as binging has kind kind of a cultural shift recently, yeah. I do I do have to say that I kind of miss. There was something. There was something nice about that whole like getting ready. Like when when Game of Thrones was big, and the first seasons of Walking Dead, where it's like you get ready for Sunday. Like there's yeah. even just a point it's like you like, like even if you, you you felt really bad that week, you're like, well, you know, I could I could just end it all, but this Sunday I could find out what happens to Rick. <laughs> oh damn! And like yeah. you could put that, even if it was just something small, yeah. you put that little thing and be like, I'm gonna make it to Sunday. I want to see what happens yeah. to Rick. Maybe we'll we'll we'll, we'll check it out again. Yeah, like, you take the. They do take the bullets out of the gun and go, maybe next So you're saying week. these weekly shows save lives. 
That is true. And it's like one of those things where like back in the day, it was kind of cool when you would see your friends and you would just like talk about like that last night's episode. And yeah. now that's not like that because you're like, are you at what episode you're on? It's like, oh, I'm on episode three. And they're like, wait till you get to episode six. And it just doesn't happen anymore. I think it probably kills like word of mouth too, doesn't it? Because everybody kind of just like goes through it super fast and then moves on to the next thing. Yeah, for sure. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. And it probably really kills because Netflix just basically dumps like what, 20, 30 things on there almost like a week. Yeah. Netflix has ruined me with the whole binging stuff. Um, it's, yeah. it's overwhelming and almost. They had like some kind of article recently and I don't know if it was Variety or Deadline where they were talking about how Netflix decides what shows are going to move on. Cause you know, Recently, it's been a lot of one and done or two and chew, and that's like, that's it. But they have like some kind of weird, just like calculation that they. Wait, wait. What was that second one you said? Two and chew. Who says that? I guess obviously I do, and probably some fancy Southern guy. (laughs) (laughs) Probably Lindsey Graham says it. I think, yeah, (laughs) for sure. You know, that that sounds like something Lindsey Graham would say. Okay. I just, I just, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, so going back to this, so <laughs> the thing I like about the new Walking Dead show is it seems different than the other two. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like they were definitely going for a, a, a whole different, not only narrative vibe, but like the look and feel of it feels different. Yeah. Show. I mean, the first one is shot, uh, I think the first season was shot like on 16 millimeter film, and then they, they're... I think they shoot on 35 now. Okay. Um, and they still do. Like Fear is shot digital, but they, they kind of treat it, live in the same world. And mm-hmm. ours is visually pretty, very modern looking. Oh, yeah. It's like some yeah. people are describing it more like uh, like a YA Walking Dead, but I think that's kind of dis- a disservice <laughs> because there's some people that have, just have that negative connotation towards YA. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I, I really, I, I dug it because we got to see the first two episodes because we're fancy boys now. We're, mm-hmm. we're Hollywood guys. <laughs> I feel like, I feel yeah. like we've made it now. You know, we, you we know, have, we're, we're the talk of the town. <laughs> Every morning I get up, I, I look through the trades. Yes. <laughs> yes. I want to know what you're going to be wearing off the red carpet, Brian. I yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting to get my Hollywood walk of fame. That happens. True. Like that happens like, like as soon as you make it right, Tavis. Oh yeah. Where's for yours? Sure. Where's my what? Your walk, your walk of, of fame. fame. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you're your stars. I'm saving up for it. They don't pay me. Okay. <laughs> oh, they make you buy your own star? That's not cool. They do. I don't even know how much it costs. But I mean, I think also they have to approve you, obviously. You can't just walk well, in. Well, sure. I would like one star, please. <laughs> yes, one star. <laughs> you might have recognized me. I was on three episodes of Nash Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. yeah. So that's the weird thing, too, because a lot of times it's the celebrities don't pay for it, but there's like their fans and everything that will pay for for them to get like like the the the, the place on the walk of fame mm. right yeah i don't know how that works and i wonder do they replace them every now and then because you would think after a while they're going to run out of sidewalk no oh, there's still tons <laughs> of empty ones really oh, wow. yeah we're telling you to let us know these things tavis you're our <laughs> yeah you're, you're, our, you're right now the show's the official hollywood, hollywood insider exactly i know, the I know everything there is to know about hollywood including <laughs> exactly. how they maintain the, the stars <laughs> i i expect to be invited to these elite hollywood uh, parties now too just so you know <laughs> me too <laughs> from experience tavis is a really good a good tour guide because i remember when i went oh, up nice. there with him and he'd go ryan there's the hospital where they shoot scrubs there's the building <laughs> nice. from die hard there's where John Belushi killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if any of these things are real. 
I'm like I'm like the simple country bumpkin from Tennessee. I'm just like going along with it. Right. There's where they you shot tell, the moon landing. You can tell Ron anything, Tavis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's funny, too, because I think I only encountered one celebrity, and I'm using celebrity and quotation marks here. One of the uh, guys from one of the very first seasons of uh, Survivor was our waiter That's at a waiter. restaurant. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And I was nervous to talk to him. I think, I think it was Skater Rob. Yes. That's yeah. his name, Skater yep. Rob. <laughs> it was at the... The restaurant in at the front of Hollywood Studios. I you, mean, yeah, Hollywood Universal Studios. Universal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Saddle Ranch. Yep. And then I think we saw somebody. Oh, I think we saw Big Pussy at a restaurant. Yeah, I think Big Pussy was there with Joey Lauren Adams. I think, <laughs> or at least that's I, what I'm going to tell myself. It's probably just some fat <laughs> Italian dude. That's Big Pussy. <laughs> I saw I saw Larry David at a sushi restaurant. Oh, that's what? Cool. Just like in the before times earlier this year, I think. Okay. But it's it was a weird thing. I was walking into the restaurant, walking out. Yeah. And he's such a normal looking guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's not, you know, he's not a Hollywood actor. And he, he's such a normal looking guy. And I've seen him so many times. He felt so familiar. I almost said hello to him like he was somebody I knew because <laughs> I didn't it didn't like click. Yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. like, oh, this is a famous person. I shouldn't say hello to them in a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like probably even had my mouth open to uh, and he looked at me and like he just kind of smiled and, and I smiled and that was it. He uh, knew who yeah. you were. Maybe he maybe you don't know Tavis. Maybe he was doing the same thing. <laughs> that guy there works on the Walking Dead show. <laughs> he could have been just as big of a fan of you as you yeah, are of him. Exactly. <laughs> but that's gotta be kind of weird living there where that kind of stuff can happen right like i mean you've yeah. lived there for for how long have you lived in la oh i mean i was i grew up here yeah so forever <laughs> so i'm sure that kind of happens a lot you just get a point now accept it as a part of like your everyday life yeah right? yeah i mean it, 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 it it's you still get that little thrill i think of seeing somebody but you got to play it cool yeah 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 you just don't want to run up to them and start asking for autographs right I would try to sneak a picture. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> they probably get that a lot. Like, Larry David, can you help me with my phone? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, um, let me get behind you while you do put my arm around you. Just real yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. Just let's, let's. <laughs> how has it been there? Obviously, with everything with the industry, how has it been like in living in LA right now during this, the whole pandemic? And the traffic's light. Yeah, a lot of industry people. A lot of it's not back yet. I, I haven't been working since end of March. Oh, God. No, end of April. We were still finishing our show. Okay. At the end of April, remotely. Yeah. We pieced out like or like March 13th. Yeah. Sort of shut everything. Yep. We were lucky to be almost done. I think we may have been working on the last two episodes. Okay. Um, they had already been mostly edited, so it was just finishing some visual effects shots and getting those in there, and they were finishing color timing. It mostly... Yeah. What's the team that you work on for the show? Uh, the, sorry, the team. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm using fancy terms. <laughs> <laughs> What's your role on on the show? Oh yeah, I'm I'm the visual effects producer. Okay. Team of four on the VFX team. It's the producer, the the supervisor, who's the, the on set creative consultant, VFX guy. You know, works on set. Yeah. And then he also is kind of creatively drives uh, post. Okay. And then I have a coordinator who kind of takes that heat. The regular editor backs because they're they're yep. busy cutting, sitting with Matt and Scott, just iterating over and over again until <laughs> it's right. And they don't have time to drop in visual effects. <laughs> like, and so. just like a ton of visual artists. Yeah. 
the way most shows is they hire out visual effects studios to do the the shots yeah very few have in-house artists i know some of the c shows house guys to do the 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 quick smaller stuff walking dead we had two artists in okay who did you know smaller shots and then 95 percent the bigger shots are visual effects studios yeah and it's like work on the shots send them back to it, cut them in and matt and scott and get their feed through and send notes back to the vendors and they, okay yeah yeah so like if i did that job i'd probably walk up to one of them and go hey right there let's add another zombie I'm lunch. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert so, there's zombies in the show yes <laughs> So is it like one of those things where a lot of like the special effects you have to do are kind of subtle, right? Like it's not even like like adding zombies or fire or anything like that. It's subtle stuff, right? Or taking Very stuff out. subtle. Yeah, like taking stuff out, like blinking lights. Like, um, you know, there's towers in the background with a light that's blinking. It's any kind of modern clean stuff that's left in the shot that they couldn't mm-hmm. move or they accidentally caught some. Or like Starbucks cups. Like Starbucks cups. Uh, uh, we didn't want any Starbucks cups. We would just watch them episodes over and over and over again. Uh, just everybody looking in different corners for things. Uh, that would be amazing if that happened. So yes. in the next episode, you guys had to add a voiceover. Man, I can't, I'm so lucky, so thankful that Starbucks is still around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how long, like, so when, like from an episode from when they start shooting it to where it actually airs on TV, like how much time is that between episode? It depends on the series. For for this show, they wrote and shot like all ten episodes way back. They shot like last November, December. They wrapped up shooting. Okay. And then those are getting edited, re-edited. It just depends on how the network's going to air them. Like in this case, they're going to shoot all ten, finish almost all ten, and then start airing them. Okay. March or April. Other shows are maybe six weeks. Like they're shooting something, and then six weeks later, it's on TV. That's so crazy. That's like Arrow. Arrow was pretty tight, like plus episodes a season. Mm-hmm. So it's in production a couple months before it airs, and then they're just shooting all the way until a cup the finale. Yeah, it's fast. I'd imagine tons of overtime when they're doing the crossover episodes. <laughs> yes, yes. That's that's those are seven day weeks. Those are that's a month in the office. <laughs> And that's uh, when I worked on Arrow, I worked at a visual effects vendor with all the artists that oh, okay. were working. This is the so first you... time I've worked on a show directly. Oh, okay. So in Arrow, you would walk around and go, add more arrows there. I'm going yeah. to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they'd hate me. Uh, <laughs> it would be more like, add more arrows there. I'm going to pick up lunch for you. <laughs> make sure make sure they're green. Also, what yes. do you want for dinner? <laughs> Yeah, because I can't, because I, I guess that, I mean, that was in, that shoots in Canada, right? Like all the yeah. CW stuff, which is probably why they're filming right now, because it's probably like a little, they take it, you know, hard to believe, but there are some countries that are taking COVID a little bit more seriously. What? what? <laughs> yeah. Some countries actually. Where did you read this at? Oh, fake yeah, news. it's the fake news. Fake yeah, news. you're right. Damn it. <laughs> you know what I say? You know, live your life. Don't be scared. If you get COVID and die, you know, that's just what God wanted. See, I want them to reveal at the very end of Walking Dead that it was just yep. the United States and everybody else is just living their happy <laughs> oh, lives. Wow, yes. It cuts to like um where That's Trump crazy. knows the zombie Trump knows the zombie apocalypse is coming, but he's like, I just gotta I gotta downplay it. <laughs> right. uh, that would be amazing. That would be. Oh, uh, that would be perfection. 
So I think that this is on your shoulders now, Tavis. So you need to make sure this version of Walking Dead has that happen. <laughs> Scott Gimple's going to be like, this kid's got all these ideas. He's I going know. places. You're going to be like running the network for someone. <laughs> yeah. They're going to put you in charge of the whole, what is it now, the Walking Dead universe? Is that yes. what, they're, yeah. what they're going with? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because like, so there's your show, there's they're the, still the Fear of the Walking Dead, which I think is in what, season six or seven? Yeah. Proper six. Walking Dead classic, which yes. is coming back for a few more episodes of season 10 and then yes. season 11 and then the Carol and Daryl show, which I hope it's just called that, the, the Carol and Daryl show. Carol show, that would be amazing. <laughs> and isn't there some kind of anthology show too that's coming, like Tales of the Walking Dead? Yeah. So, and that's got to be kind of good too when you, when you land a show like this because you don't have to really, I mean, it's a show that's going to get picked up by AMC and they're going to dedicate what needs to be done for this show right like yeah it's not one of those shows that you're always scared about having to get camp yeah i mean i thought i was like i was super excited to get this job and uh, <laughs> i don't think we knew at the time it was only going to be two seasons yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah oh, this one's only going to be two seasons like oh man <laughs> but uh yeah i mean i we, we're we share the universe basically that we, we're on two office floors with the other two shows and yeah yeah. We share the, 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 our two visual effects artists that are in-house work on all three shows. Oh God, really? Um, yeah. Oh wow. Um, so they take a, they take a, they're that's really excellent. That's awesome. That is awesome. What you need to start doing is start like, getting yourself in with like the the fear of the walking. But you, yeah. know, you can you can transition from this job to that there you job. Go. They have this on your resume now, so you're you're good. Yeah. Once Just... we can get back to the office, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll start going to their floor for to go to the bathroom or to get something yes. in their, their kitchen. <laughs> yeah. But you know, eventually they'll think I just work there. Yeah, and you'll be like, <laughs> hey, you know that that one episode that that zombie that Morgan killed and everybody was raving about it. That was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know that whole Trump thing. It's totally me. This guy. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like maybe they would start. Maybe they get to start filming again in in January. That's what we're hoping. So okay. I'm just waiting to hear. Nothing's confirmed. Where did they shoot that? It's not Georgia, right? Virginia. Okay. Oh, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is for lovers. Which is where The Walking Dead takes place, but doesn't shoot. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. Now our shows in shoots in Virginia takes place in Nebraska, and then <laughs> Fear shoots, I think, in Texas. And really, they are in Texas now, right? They were. In I think Mexico. so. There was a ranch. I, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm a few seasons behind. I've been catching up on all these two. <laughs> I had stopped watching season two when they killed Torture Dad, but then Torture Dad comes back. Like I think season, the second half of season three. When Torture yeah. Dad comes back, I think oh, that's when the show really started picking up. Oh, yeah. I loved him. Torture Dad was great. And it's funny, too, because he gets burned alive in a villa. <laughs> and then, like, well, that's the end of Torture Dad. And then, like, six episodes later, hey, I'm back, guys. <laughs> Still torturing. Uh, <laughs> you can't get rid of Torture Dad. <laughs> you, can, you can only try to contain Torture Dad. <laughs> but so have you ever actually flown to location in Virginia? No. I'd go. I don't think I'd get to go this time, especially with the, the COVID stuff. I did go to Vancouver a lot for Arrow. Yeah. Which is great. Oh. I, got, I got to go on their sets and <laughs> take some pictures. And it was nice. pretty fun. Yeah. Did you get to meet the actors? Yeah. Yeah. I've been to like some parties. And it's, no. It's, oh, oh. I, I don't I don't engage. I still play it cool. Do you? Yeah. You're like, hey, like those arrows in that last episode? This motherfucker <laughs> right me. here. <laughs> this guy. This guy. <laughs> I'll make you look good. <laughs> I wonder, so Stephen Mill must have got bored during the COVID, because did you see his feud with his neighbor? 
who he claimed pooped on the roof. Yes. (laughs) It's like, that was my favorite, because I saw that, and it was just scrolling through Facebook, and I I see that poop, and I'm like, what is the story here? (laughs) He believes his neighbor climbed up on his roof and took a poop. Right. Because they're in a dispute about their yards or something. I don't really remember the details to you. Not really, because I guess, like, (laughs) His wife is somebody that's known too, right? Like she's on one of those shows that you like to watch. Hmm. Me? <laughs> I think so, right? Like, um, <laughs> I think she is an actress. She's been on a Mrs. Cold or Mrs. Freeze on one oh, of those really? crossover episodes. I think that's her. Okay. Her name is Cassandra Jean. Yeah, she's been in stuff. And I just know that off the top of my head. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah, didn't Google yeah, yeah. that. What's I, Google again? What you say? Goggle? G- g- are we googling? Goggling over something? What's that? What? I use Ash Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it real. That's what I do. I'm strictly a Lycos fan. I use my free uh, AOL AOL disk. <laughs> those discs are amazing. I bet there was somebody that was just was just stacking those up. These fucking yes. idiots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just they're, they were like they were like hoarding like gold, you know. <laughs> I'm never going to run out. 500 hours. <laughs> yeah. Dead by then. Uh, my favorite thing was on AOL where it's like you could actually download different celebrities doing the You've Got Mail. Oh, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think like I've ever done that. I had Bart Simpson and David Letterman because I was 90s AF. And it was, nice. it was like the most incredible thing. Like, I, I think it was like, don't somehow. have a cow. You've got mail, man. <laughs> <laughs> Art, you are a national treasure. <laughs> what season did you come in on Arrow? Season three. Oh, so you were on there for a decent bit. Yeah. yeah you the final cool. season two? I did not finish season eight. I started the first episode. And you walked away. Yeah, walked away. Which ended up being a huge season. Like, they, the company I left did a lot of that crossover. Oh, God. Thank so. God you got out of it. <laughs> they, they were miserable. <laughs> I think you were watching at home going, oh my God, you have to make Tom Welling look human again? <laughs> <laughs> I was, no, I did. I saw the episode and then I started texting my friends who still work there. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry how, about how much time you definitely spent on this stuff. I can't imagine. They probably lived at work for a good month. Yeah, that's like one of the reasons like when Ruby Rose stepped down from Batwoman, so people are like, why would you? You had so much opportunity. And it's like, it's it's a grueling job, right? Like sixteen hour days. I, I oh, mean, yeah. I wouldn't do it. I can barely do eight hours of my job right now. Yeah, so. yeah. If if Batwoman is anything like Arrow, Arrow shot most of the time at night their oh, episodes. So even if it's like their pattern, it's there's. It, I think it just fucks with you. Work oh, all yeah. night and and have to sleep during the day. So arrow shot at night. I would have yeah. never imagined. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> and I'm sure Bat yeah. Batwoman's probably similar. Yeah. So I'd be like, you know what? What would help this scene? A reasonable time of day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that was good for you though, because you could sleep, get up on your you know your own time, go in the office, <laughs> make some arrows, and then go home. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and before, because I remember back in the day. When I first was coming out there, you were still like, I don't think, I don't think assist is assistant the right word. Yeah, for, executive, uh, executive assistant. Yeah. So what made the transition from doing that to getting into like the VFX stuff? I just got an executive assistant job at a VFX company. Oh, nice. Okay, nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, I bounced around like a talent agents and production companies, just working for various. Pro- just never got that big break that <laughs> that's yeah. supposed to happen when you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I just 
found another assistant job at a visual effects company. It was a place that allowed you to kind of grow. Yeah. So Arrow was like the first actual like job is that you were actually on board like that the first my first major job as a, a producer I'd, i've been a coordinator really sleepy hollow season two as a coordinator oh, nice. okay oh, cool did a bunch of stuff i did a bunch of episodes of private practice or <laughs> that's a weird show to have on your resume private practice i was a coordinator on the knight rider reboot what? pilot movie just the pilot movie uh. <laughs> and the pan am pilot which was a lot of work oh, so. and Burn notice is worth keeping around, keeping on the resume, though. <laughs> Burn notice. Wait, you worked on. Wait, how do you know this, Boston? <laughs> did you not just say that? Hold up, what did I hear? No, I think he said Pan Am. Were you? Did you? Pan work Am. On... You know, I don't believe. So. I I feel like I might have. Like it's weird because <laughs> when you work for a vendor, like it's it's interesting. You can get a shot from a show and never see the show again. Like never see work from the show again. Uh huh. So it's certainly possible for notice going to come across my own. I, I, sorry, I, I thought I heard private practice, which I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, what else and I thought you said burn notice right after it. I don't know what I heard. I don't Basically, know. we're just going to start making shit up that you work for, Tavis. I think that's exciting. Yeah. It was it was a pretty good show. <laughs> was that the spin, That's the spinoff of Grey's Anatomy, right? Yes. Before you leave the podcast, uh, Tavis, your resume is going to look really good. Oh. It's going to look amazing. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to name it all kinds of stuff, shit that you've done. <laughs> yeah, let's add some shit. <laughs> right. Now, one thing that we don't need to pretend because it's real is you work for Gene Simmons also, right? I, well, I worked for the production company, the, 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 the guy who created the Gene Simmons Family Jewels. Ah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I would uh, have to run stuff up to Gene's house from time to time. And he was uh, a, he's an interesting dude. Yeah. I think he gets a bad rap for kind of being a dick, but like I think he's a like he think he's likable and he just he doesn't like bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> he's a likable dick. It's it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> How long did you work on that one? I was there for like a good year or two. Okay. And yeah. and not to like ruin the mystique of Hollywood, but <laughs> how scripted is like this kind of reality show? <sighs> I think you know, they're real you know, obviously that some of the situations they've, they've got to come up with stuff for them to do. Yeah. I mean, like, like the time they had to hide that body. Yeah. You said private practice, but in my brain, I was thinking of Royal pains. Sure. You were Boston. It's okay <laughs> that you're, that you like the Sean diverse. <laughs> the, the, they're both good shows in their own right. I just was apparently thinking of something, you know what? We're just going to move on. <laughs> Yeah. So next week we're going to have just a whole episode dedicated to the Shondaverse. Um, we'll do Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, How to Get Away with Murder. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. She's like ABC's version of Ryan Murphy, only she has a little bit of talent. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Murphy has made a lot of garbage stuff. Oh, I think he's got like he's got great setups. It's a lot like J.J. Abrams, where it's like the setups are great, and then where is it going? Yeah, and, and I think they, they start good. <laughs> they do. Like the first few seasons of American Horror Story were legit, and then it just gets so bad. I remember the final episode of Witches because I dug Witches up until the final episode or close to near the end. But when it started with a Stevie Nicks video, I was like, "I'm out. I can't. I can't complete this. My night watch is done." <laughs> <laughs> and that final season or the last season they did the one at the camp. 
I was like, how are they going to do 10 episodes of this? And then like three episodes in, I was like, okay, yeah, they're going to do it. So I, I backed out and told my roommate, you can watch this because I'm the same way like you are, although I'm not engaged to my roommate, but we watch <laughs> a lot of TV shows together. So Ryan has done some amazing talent or some spell or something he's cast over his roommate because I could never have agreed to this deal. Well, explain to our audience who doesn't know what, oh. what what you have convinced your roommate to do. So my roommate is a binger. As am I. I. I am not a binger. I like to take my time and watch the shows because you never know when there's going to be a pandemic and you're going to run out of stuff to watch. Sure. And I've convinced him on shows that he really likes that we watch together that he has to basically slowly watch it with. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll finish up and he'll be like, Ryan, with these sad little eyes. Yes. Can we watch another episode? I'm like, not And Ryan, like a heartless cold bastard, just looks at him in his, in his eyes and be like, no. No. It's you're on, you're, you're living my else. rules now, sir. Yes. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, uh, he agrees with I'm like, going, sorry, Dave. We can only watch one episode of Selling Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> There's there was one point where uh, me and Ryan were talking about maybe uh, uh, me moving in with them because they have a third bedroom, and I was like, Ryan, if this happens, I'm not abiding to this bullshit rule you've you've got your roommate doing. Just so you know. <laughs> and then we're are you living here? No, <laughs> no I'm not. A good point. <laughs> I start sabotaging that shit. I was like, going, you know what, Dave? It's between me and Kurt, Scott's a little racist. He will not denounce <laughs> white supremacists. Right. I tried to get him to do it. He just won. You, you probably started talking about like conspiracy things too, you know, like I, yep. think, I think he's with the government or, or something, you know, so, who doesn't know his roommate's a little, how, how would you describe it? He gets a paranoid? little paranoid. Yeah. There's some good stories we could tell, but I don't know if we can. Okay. So you like binging Boston. You are a binger. Uh, yeah. I was when it first came out recently, I've, because I feel like I'm going to binge, I will avoid all episodes now. Okay. Mm. Oh, really? So you just don't watch a show because you're worried you're going to binge that's, it. That's why I'm still trying. That's still, still trying to catch up on the boys right now because I just I haven't had the time to sit down and watch anything. Okay, I got you. Tavis, are you a binger? I think about half and half. There's some shows where I just consume it all immediately, okay. like the ones that feel like like a Stranger Things. Like it feels like a movie, but then there's like longer longer form feel like things that happen even like narratively yeah. in a day. Yeah. Watching years take place. Mm. Yeah. Right. My um, friends, their kids, I took to see episode seven when it came out, and they had never seen a star before. So before that movie, they watched episodes four, five, and six, like two days beforehand. Oh, wow. And it blew in mind when they went in the movies, how old Prince Leo was. Because <laughs> in the line, like the little one, Cole, was like going, she's gorgeous. I can't wait to see her. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. You're in for a treat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but that is true, though, when you think about like the kids today, they're going to have, like, what, 23 Avenger movies they have to get through? Oh. Yeah, and in, like, 20 years, that's going to be the thing where, like, if you're a guy and you ask a girl, have you seen a Star Wars movie, and they say no, go, oh, my God, what the fuck? (laughs) Right? That's going to be how it is, like, 20 years from now. Have you seen any Iron Man movies? (laughs) Right. And we do do have to do a a throw-out here. We do have one of our listeners who has never seen a Star Wars movie. Uh, Oh, that'd be Carrie. You know what I'm talking about. God, Carrie. If you're listening to this, Carrie, you got some, some watching to do. No Star Wars movies. No Star Wars at all. I've seen them all, but I've not really enjoyed them. <laughs> well, I've been enjoying a lot of the new ones. So I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. I, I'm just not a big Star Wars fan. Yeah, I, same. <laughs> you're a liar. That would be like me saying I don't like Spider-Man. <laughs> That's true. I think I've got a Star Wars shirt every day of the week times two. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you. 
when it looked like um, Marvel and Disney were cutting, or uh, Disney and Sony were going to cut ties, and Peter Parker wasn't going to get to play in the Marvel universe anymore, mm-hmm. I was devastated. I think I may have had a little bit of a depression going for a couple of days. Sure. Um, yeah. What's your big fandom, Tavis? Oh, God. American Idol? I mean, it was Firefly. Like, you know, yeah. when Firefly was a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing I'm most fond of, I think, still. Good call. Yeah. It's Is it one of those? Because I guess a lot of people don't like Joe Sweden anymore. Yeah, I, I don't. It's maybe problematic. And yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm actually watching Buffy again, which I haven't okay. done since it aired. I think so okay. fun, and I'm doing that slow. I'm not been, but I found like nice. a viewing order. Watch them in the right or start alternating. Oh Good yeah, nice yeah. Doing that. Okay. yeah. So it's, it's such a weird thing to have to keep up with now to be like, all right, you got to go here and then here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So when you're watching Buffy again, right? Yeah. Is the first season as bad as I remember it? It's not great i think it really hits its stride like in season two. okay i think mrs calendar is probably the only good part really because she's season one right or did she come in season two i don't know if she appeared in season one but she was a big part of season for Cal- sure yeah yeah and not to brag boston scott mm-hmm. but me and tavis went to the ain't it cool <laughs> news's finale of buffy really? we're not bragging because there's no reason to brag <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting because we were all basically in this little room in these really uncomfortable seats watching it on a projector. Wasn't it a projector? Yeah, and I feel like the room wasn't dark enough in my recollection. <laughs> no, the room was not dark enough. I think some people had already kind of spoiled it because the episode aired. We were on West Coast, so the episode had already aired in the oh, East Coast. Okay. And they kept talking about, oh, there's going to be who knows who's going to show up. And I think they did get one person to show up, right? Like mm-hmm. Willow's girlfriend was Tara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tara? I yeah, think so. Tara, I think I remember seeing Tara as we were leaving. But yeah, that room was not dark enough. Those chairs sucked. It was too <laughs> too many people packed in there. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't my favorite. And I thought I was doing something cool because I was like, guess what, Tavis? We're going to go see the finale of Buffy the Vampire Slayer with a little <laughs> man named Harry Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of problematic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Because, okay, so, you know, they always like make fun now about people like you go on their uh, thing to get a recipe and before you get the recipe you have to like read this whole story about their life oh god yeah. i think carrie knowles is one of the original ones of that <laughs> because one time when i had my web tv i wanted to read his interview uh, his review of one movie i can't remember what the movie was but i sent him an email said hey i can't get this to pull up can you send me a review and he sent it in like uh just like a you know cut and paste and it crashed my web tv <laughs> When I tried to pull it open, but I remember that guy was not honest. I mean, he would be—he would take a bribe in a heartbeat. Oh, for sure, he loved everything. Yeah, if you—if you paid him to go see that Godzilla movie that came out, the one with Matthew Broderick, he <laughs> raved about how amazing it was. Just like that Play magazine that did the Sonic Zero Six review, and he was talking about. He said basically all the reviewers have said it was buggy and glitchy, just are haters and hate Sonic. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man, that's- that's another testament to how tired I am right now. You said Harry Knowles, and in my head I was seeing Harry Styles. <laughs> that would be awesome if Harry Styles had a movie site. That would have been much different. Yeah, oh. that would have been a whole different. Uh, that would have been incredible. <laughs> and he's actually pretty funny. He's not really in my wheelhouse, but I've seen him a few times on SNL. And, yeah. and he's, uh, he's pretty funny. 
I think of everybody in one direction, he's probably going to end up being the Justin Timberlake, hmm. and all the rest of them are going to be Lance. Isn't he technically already because he's gone off and done the solo album? I but they all did a solo album. Uh, I don't know why I said that. Like I'm like, how dare you, Boston? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gonna get the uh, One Direction took, fans on our asses. And you're, our you're, you're, the, the, you're really defensive there, right? Yeah, fuck, fuck you, man. They're all great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, hello everybody. Bingy here and welcome back to another segment of What's the Bing Idea? It may come as no surprise to any of you that I am a fan of anime. And like many others, they always remember the first time they stepped into the world of anime. And for me, it was both Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. And as much as I enjoyed the magicalness that was Sailor Moon, something about Dragon Ball Z always kept me coming back from and honestly, it could have just been the fighting, because, you know, I was I was an angry young child. I'm still angry, what am I talking about? And I still consider myself a fan of the series to this day. And when it comes to the world of video games with Dragon Ball Z, there's a plethora of them out there. Unfortunately, I have to live with the memory of the fact that I played the Dragon Ball GT game for the PlayStation 1. <sighs> and Dragon Ball Z Sagas for the PlayStation 2. And I played the demo for Dragon Ball Evolution on the PSP. <laughs> Apologies for that. I just had to rethink about Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> but that's not to say there weren't any good Dragon Ball Z games out there. There was the Budokai Trilogy. Those were fun. Except for maybe two. But, you know, that's just me. So when I heard that there was going to be a new Dragon Ball Z game that is both an RPG and also open world to an extent, and still a fighting game, I was lo really looking forward to it. Yeah, sure, it would once again go through the sagas that we've all seen a thousand times before in other games, like the Saiyan Saga and the Cell Saga and the Frieza Saga and the Majin Buu Saga. But as long as it was, as it was fun, that's all I cared about. And then I found out who was developing this game. Cyber Connect 2. Now I've had somewhat of a history with these developers in the past. They developed the DotHack games for the PlayStation 2 from 2003 to 2004 with DotHack Infection, Mutation, Outbreak, and Quarantine. Now to my recollection, I haven't played them for years, but I remember having fun with them as a kid. But if you were to play these games out of order, you couldn't really tell which is which because, well, they all looked the same. Those games were to me the earliest forms of paid DLC. Now you might be asking, what does this have to do with Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? Well, let me, just stick with me here. In 2012, they came out with Ashura's Wrath for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. You know, that game that was supposed to be called a game, but really was just an interactive movie with button prompts because that was the style of the time. After the game came out, they decided to release a four-part episodic bundle called The True Ending. Yeah. They didn't even put the true ending of the game in its initial release. You had to pay for the real ending. So yeah, I was a little cautious when I heard that they were going to be developing this game because knowing DBZ and its huge plethora of content, they could easily milk it out. But I kind of gave them a the benefit of the doubt because, you know, with all the controversy surrounding paid DLC before this game came out, maybe they would have thought, hmm, this could, you know, maybe we should release it for free. You know, so we can keep the people wanting to come back for more and not have to realize the fact that they're paying for extra stuff that should have been in the game all to begin with. 
surely they would be generous for you know Dragon Ball Z fans worldwide, right? Right? There are four bundles of DLC in this game alone. The pre-order DLC pack for $4.99, which includes food items that increases your stats, char your character stats, and also gives you a brand new character created by Akira Toriyama himself. The Tao Pai Pai pack for $0.99, cents, which is basically you throwing a big stick in order for you to be able to traverse the island. The music compilation pack for $14.99, which includes more background music and battle music for the game, which, you know, should have already been there to begin with. And of course, the season pass for $24.99, which includes two original episodes and one new story. Stay classy, CyberConnect2. But I digress. What about the game itself? Well, speaking as a Dragon Ball Z fan, I love it. I think it's a lot of fun seeing the familiar sagas that we're all aware that we've all seen a thousand times before being done in this cell shaded form, which looks beautiful, by the way. And the open world aspect, actually seeing more of the Dragon Ball Z world, everything beyond seeing what what's beyond Goku's house, or where Capsule Corp is, or any other familiar place, seeing all of that in its own little huge blueprint is pretty amazing. And the plethora of characters that they brought into this game is pretty amazing. Like they even they have Launch, they have Nam, they even had the World Tor Tournament announcer in there. You can tell this was done with a lot of love. I'll give that one point to CyberConnect2. Now that may sound cool and all, but what about the fighting mechanics? How does that work? Well, pretty damn well. The controls do get some getting used to at first, but once you get the hang of it, you will feel like such a badass playing this game. And with how fast-paced the Dragon Ball series is in general, the game does keep up with it pretty well, even though at times the camera can work against you and l let you lose some fights. I should have won after that third battle retry with Majin Buu. Fuck you, camera. Now, that's what I like about it as a fan, but as a, as a game in and of itself, it's okay. While the open-world aspect of the game is a lot of fun to look around and explore, the side quests that they have in between the sagas and in between story missions do absolutely nothing to make you want to generally level up your character in, in any way. They mostly consist of fetch items and fishing and fighting the same three battle robots that you fought so many times before. It gets really, really boring. And if you're a person that likes to have the big levels and everything in any RPG, you kind of have to rely on that because when you help out certain characters, certain key characters, they give you these soul emblems, which you can use to be able to uh, put into this community board in the main menu, where you can be able to put certain characters that have like higher traits in terms of cooking and fighting and uh, item finding. Uh, the ones that have the highest levels, you would want them in into your community board. You put the soul, you put their soul emblems into that community board, and you can be able to uh, level up in terms of like health and getting and getting certain more items or getting discounts from uh, from uh, vending machines that are across the across the world map. But again, having to play those side missions in order to be able to get said soul emblems. Yeah, I would rather just go through the main mission and level up just like that. Hell, there's a side mission to be able to help find Master Roshi's porno mags. I mean, I understand it fits his character and everything, but really? And when you're exploring the open world map, you can be able to collect these red and green and yellow orbs that will help 
level up certain attacks and also certain uh, transformation forms. Even though when you're playing those, when you're trying to collect all those orbs, you might have, you may have certain Superman 64 flashbacks. Now, as I'm certain you probably can't tell that uh, I'm a little bit conflicted when it comes to this game. I want to love it because I love Dragon Ball Z. But as a game in and of itself, do I think it's worth a buy? No, I don't really think so. Unless you get a definitive edition of it, unless you're a diehard fan of it, I would say, sure, go for it. But for me personally, I give this game a rent. I'll give them credit for where credit is due. CyberConnect2 did a good job of bringing something nostalgic for the fans, a love letter to the fans, because you can tell that they put a lot of effort into this and to building the world of Dragon Ball Z and to giving you a plethora of things to do besides just the usual stuff that everybody's aware of. They did a good job with that. So I'll give you kudos for that, CyberConnect2. I just don't agree with your DLC packaging. Well, since I got the big one out of the way, I feel like just playing something a little small before I get into another big game. So uh, why don't I take a look at this game that uh, seems to me like I'm pretty much one of the very few people that have played this. So, uh, oh, and it's an interactive game as well. Hmm, this should be interesting. So next time I will be talking about the video game Erica. So until next time, folks, this is Bingy, and keep on gaming. Now, Kravis, I don't know how to segue this, but I want to. So you in college were in singing groups, right? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. Do you still do any of that? No. I did it a little after college, like when I first got back to a few years. Mm-hmm. Was it like um, an acapella? Yes, or... acapella. That's awesome. <laughs> so which part did you play in the acapella? <laughs> I was a tenor. You were a tenor? Okay. Yeah. Which is a high boy voice. You know what I'm waiting for now, Thomas. <laughs> I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting to be serenaded here. <laughs> Come on, man. We're all in our chair. Everybody turn your chair over. Yes. I, I, I'm, getting ready to hit the, I'm getting ready to hit the button, Tavis. No, yes. no, 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 no. <laughs> so, um, what was the name of your group? Did you have a good, good pun name? Oh, it, in college, it was um, the Treblemakers. Nice. Which, That's yeah. awesome. Which, which appeared again, weirdly, in, in uh, Pitch Perfect. Oh my god, it did, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the most creative of names. You should have sued him. You should have. <laughs> You're definitely going to sue Scott Gimple when he steals your Trump story. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so in, in college to troublemakers, yeah, did you yeah. actually go to state? Or is that real? Like, in, you know, American Idol? I, maybe there were competitions. We were a fairly new group, and we didn't do that sort of thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, there were. Yeah. The, the all-male group at, at my school is uh, very popular. Uh, and what was your name after college? It was Traffic Jam because we were L.A.-based. That makes sense. <laughs> I was hoping it was Traffic Jam like you guys would do. Like, what's the Jim Corden show where he would run, where they run out in front of the crosswalk? Oh, and my God. <laughs> I would That's be so I mad if that happened to me, by the way. Yes. He like, ha ha, look, it's Will Smith. I'm going to be late for my job and I'm going to get fired. <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> Because it's already bad traffic, right? Yes. And then you gotta put it with that kind of bullshit. Oh my god. <laughs> so what let's get the behind the music of traffic jam. What was the what was the final nail in traffic jam's coffin? Oh, you know, 
busy adults. Okay. <laughs> you, let, you let the fame get to your head, didn't you? That's what apart. it was. Yeah, I mean. You are being a diva, weren't you? Who, who had the drug problem? I, yeah, I was, who had the drug problem? Frankly, I, I was beyond them. I had moved to oh, a, that makes okay. sense. a higher yeah. plane yeah. of existence. Yes. And, uh, yes. You know. You were Harry Styles and a bunch of Zaylin Maliks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just couldn't keep up. They couldn't yeah. keep up, and you were like, you would show up, you'd be like, I, I don't know what's going on here. I'm up here, and you all are down here. <laughs> Has there been any talks of a reunion tour? Oh. <laughs> have, have you settled your differences now? It, it depends on how much uh, money they're offering us. <laughs> how much are they offering? None. None. <laughs> so none right now. Okay. <laughs> if, if so if the price is right, we, we, we can say we might can spot a reunion. Oh, yeah. Man. All right. That's what I want to do now. That's what BRB AFK was put in this world to do. I agree. Was to bring draft traffic jam back together. <laughs> back together. Yes. All six members? Oh, there were sometimes six, sometimes 12. Depends on when you. Oh, that, that's. No, see, that's my problem right there. Once you get more than five people in your band, you're a cult. Yeah. <laughs> and also, too, I'm, I'm a little too lazy to try to find 12 people. Yeah, like. Like, I was okay with maybe five or six, but 12, that's pushing it. Yeah. That's be, though, the kind of band I would want to be a part of, because you could kind of, like, keep under the radar. And, you yeah. know, if you're, like, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, you're not really even having to play anything. You could just be like, <laughs> we fucking jam tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah. You could sit in the back playing the trampoline. Or, sorry, yeah. but, uh, or, or you want to be the called? guy in the boy band or the who just talks, like in Boys to Men. You don't <laughs> yes. have to worry about like warming up your vocals. No, that stuff. You just got to come and go, hey, baby, drop them panties. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's still with the band. I think they're down to three members now, Boys to Men. Oh. Yeah, I think one. No, no, God, really? I think so. Maybe you should goggle it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to achieves it. <laughs> I'm going to bing Actually, it. Actually, I'm going to use bing. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody needs to. Something kicked me to bing the other day. It was Best Buy's website where I clicked on directions, and it kicked me to bing. I was so angry about it. What the fuck? Really? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Why? Why? Why would Best Buy? Okay, so first off, <laughs> if you're a tech company, right, like Best Buy is supposed to be, mm. you're going to lose a lot of credibility if you're kicking people to bing. <laughs> I have to agree with that, yes. Yeah. All right. So, Boys to Men, it's currently a trio of Nathan, Wania, and Sean Stockman. That's crazy to know that, Ryan. Yeah. That's good. I'm proud. I know Boys to Men, mm-hmm. ABC, BVD, the East Coast <laughs> family. They're the only band that had an, that made an before they got big. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, one of the guys, McCary, just decided he didn't want to be a part of it. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess they're all still alive, but McCary, maybe if we can convince Traffic Jam to get back together. Ooh, it'll be inspiration. <laughs> we can convince, yeah. <laughs> look at Traffic Jam. They're back together. How about it? I, I like where this podcast is, is, is headed, man. Yeah, I think it would be great. We're doing good things. One of them hosted that, that acapella show that I think Pentatonic won, right? Pentatonics. Pentatonics, yeah. They yeah. won, didn't they do, what was that one? What was that called? Oh. Um, Are you talking about Boys to Men or Traffic Jam right now, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> I think Traffic Jam wasn't allowed to be on it because it wouldn't be fair. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, it, we want to keep the keep it on a, a level playing field, you know? Yeah. Mm. But, you know, I get it why you wanted to leave, though, Tavis. I mean, none of them have ever been on American Idol in the audience. <laughs> no. None of right. them have, have worked on a on a Walking Dead TV show. This yeah. is true. So yeah. when you were uh, when you went to the taping of American Idol, right? Because you've been <laughs> to 
at least one, right? I've been to a couple. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. I know. Have you been to just when it's like in the big uh, auditorium, or have you been in like the little smaller sets when they're still trying to whittle it down to the top ten? Just the big one. Okay. Yeah. Who have you seen? Like, let's brag. Oh, wow. Oh my god, I don't remember. It was this. It was that white guy with like the long dreads. His name was Jason something. When oh. you said white guy at first, I thought you were going to say Taylor Hicks. I was going to get so excited. Something wasn't it? I don't know, man. It's been a long time. Oh, Jason Momoa. He was not. He, he was too big. <laughs> he was super good. On yeah. God, yeah. I I think I lost interest in that show around season seven when it just all basically became like bland white dude guitars that were winning it. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, the Taylor Hicks season broke everybody. Because who did he beat? Catherine McPhee? Yeah. Uh, I kind of was okay with that because she seemed a little snotty. So I thought it was kind of like good up, like good <laughs> karma that she lost to some 30-year-old that just started screaming Snow Patrol for no reason. Soul Patrol. Soul Patrol, that's Soul right. Soul Patrol. Soul Patrol. Ha <laughs> ha. And he would do the Ray Charles thing. Do you think he still does stuff and like he's got he's got his Soul Patrol fans? I'm yes, I'm gonna look him up. <laughs> I'm just gonna Google Soul Patrol. Wait, yeah, Soul Patrol. And because there's the there's the claymates, there's Soul Patrol. Yep, there's Taylor Hicks. He looked like a really formed George. <laughs> um, it looks like still he's still performing. He's still living his life. Good for him. Good for him. I also feel sad that he's a year younger. Whoa. <laughs> what have I done with my life? You're a host of a podcast. I am, and I'm, and we're, and we're talking to Tavis, like exactly. the creator of Walking Dead. Yes, <laughs> dude, you should. This is your way to get Traffic Jam back. Is you go to them before season right. starts of World Beyond, and you go, "Hey, you know what this show really needs to get it kicking? Yes, we need a fucking like theme song." <laughs> All, trust me, nobody knows this here, but Tavis, I am an expert at TV theme songs. I just did a poll about them. <laughs> <laughs> by the way i was so pissed by how where perfect strangers ended up at perfect strangers should have went all the way to the end yeah where did it end up at oh it got knocked out by some bullshit was it gilligan's island that took out perfect strangers? that's awful it was so made me so mad yeah but i think traffic jam should do the theme song <laughs> you guys could do i don't I know like like, again we're only two episodes in guys we, we can change things i bet you could do a great version of zombie by cranberries I bet <laughs> yeah you would be so good yeah. to yeah. rise from the dead and go i think you're pretty good that's my that's, that's my irish voice uh, i'm convinced yeah. i'm getting the band back together i love it i yes. love it that's awesome I now i'm wait. picturing myself going on a road trip trying to convince like 40 somethings to, to come i have a better idea tavis what we're gonna do is we're gonna follow you around we're gonna take a film crew oh. and we're gonna follow you on the on this epic adventure yes to reform your band i love it Bob, it'll, be a, it'll be a weekly thing no binging yeah what's more important to you bob your dental practice and your three kids are the music man <laughs> music man you're sold out dude <laughs> you're now but, the man you're not the person i used to know and this is the way we do it we meander like the zombies but um boston scott what did you think of the two episodes we got to see we all were talking to tavis before we started recording and uh we were i was telling about how when all three of us watching the first two episodes how relieved we were that all of us liked it yeah <laughs> you know because there's nothing more awkward than trying to talk to a guest who you don't really like what they've done <laughs> so, yeah 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 but yeah I, I thought it was great it had really good you know twist in it 
even the first in two episodes. I, I thought it had a good pace. Uh, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, the pace is. And Tavis, do you want to kind of set set up the show? I mean, we all know, of course, there's zombies, but you want to set up how it starts and how it maybe might be a little different than The Walking Dead. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. If you, if, <laughs> well, for what was that? If well, I, just, I didn't no, hear that. I don't. If you just like, I don't want to talk about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> No, <laughs> all right well it's, it's been fun tavis <laughs> yeah no it's uh yeah if if you're one of the two people that haven't watched it already it takes place 10 years into the zombie apocalypse it's about it starts in this community has been basically safe for 10 years a college it focuses on uh, two teenage sisters who are concerned about their dad who has left the colony to go help the civic republic their science stuff he's a scientist help them as part of a science exchange he's he's secretly texting them or sending messages via like a pager hooked to a fax machine he's, he's, yeah he's yeah jury rigged this this contraption together and that was actually one of my favorite things and the like I, I love all the other effects that are going on but just that that jerry rigged yeah uh, <laughs> dot dot matrix printer hooked up to a cell phone yeah yeah it's so good it's uh, yeah, it's such a it's such a cool analog digital, barely digital, mostly analog. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. They start getting messages that maybe he's not safe. They decide to go help their dad with, uh, accompanied by a couple friends. Yeah, it's got a really cool quest feel. Yeah, it, it. I felt I was I was looking at. I kind of felt like th- there was the the D and D party vibe where they were. We really shouldn't be doing this, but yeah, let's go do it. Let's go save the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also like you know, a Lord of the Rings style. We're, we're, we're doing this quest, you know, <laughs> we're getting all this, this party together. It, it's uh, about these kind of like misfits or, you know, it's, it's, I, li- I like it. I like it all set up. Yeah. And I, I like that. They're not like on a lot of the walking dead shows. Like they have auto aim on kids and they've never really, they're soft and they've never really had the experience of this. And they're just like terrible at it. Yeah. They're really naive about what it's like out there. I mean, based on the other show and the shit they go through, like, these yeah. are like they're, they're, they're super not ready for what they're getting in. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. Such a great change of pace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the human villain on the show seems like it's going to be like a really cool villain. And I'm kind of wondering if it's setting up other stuff down the in the Walking Dead universe. Yeah, when so we were I, watching the first episode, Boston and and, I, and Ryan and I were were kind of coming back and forth. Is is this is this person good? Is this person bad? And you know, Ryan kind of kind of called it out. I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, it was it, it, it was it was nice. Yeah, I called that one, but I did not call the twist with the mom. No. Oh wow. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's that the was, big one. I, I like just, you uh, want to talk about cranking the drama up? Yes, characters. We all start oh, talking out loud, Tavis. When, yeah. when that scene happened, when that moment happened, I guess I would say we were all like, "No, no, they didn't. No, yeah. they didn't go there." <laughs> and, and every time the one sister is playing with the little like keepsake that she kept. Oh yeah, uh huh. Marble, I think. It was. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, that kid's gonna see that. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think it's adding really good tension. Um, I do too. Yeah, and I think it's cool too, like the two characters that are following him because like the the male, can't think of the character's name, but I think it's pretty cool what they've done with his backstory that that he's gay. Mm. And they actually kind of subtly, uh, subtly kind of mention it in the first episode where they talk about his boyfriend on recon. And it just, it's, yeah. it's done like a sarcastic joke. But then you get to that episode because every episode is kind of framed with like flashbacks. 
Mm-hmm. Is that how every episode is going to be? Is like a char- like one character flashback? Um, yeah, there's a lot of that. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's kind of, I, th- I think the first time I noticed something like that was like in Lost when they would flashback. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool to watch it unfold. Like these characters, they just start out as, oh, you know, oh, she's the rebel. She's the smarty pants, nerdy guy, and like the big mm-hmm. quiet guy. And, and then you just, you get to know each of them. JK, there's layers. <laughs> now you really like the big dude, right, Boston? <laughs> I, I love, yes, I love the big guy because he definitely has, the, I, I don't know, fi- visually he reminds me, of, I don't know if you guys remember that movie back in the day, Angus. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Visually, he reminds me of Angus, mm. just that like kind of big dopey, like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> and then he just seems, I don't know, he's he's got that weird like Lenny vibe to him. Oh. And I'm like, he's either going to be like the sweetest person for the entire thing, or at some point, he's just going to lose it and just Girl murder a hundred zombies with that wrench. <laughs> right. And I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping for yeah. the latter. Oh, God, it's so ass. cool. It's huge. I think <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, the shoes. Oh, you've seen? No, you've not seen the wrench in person, have you? No, I have not. Oh, we had to make a a, a CG version of the wrench, though. So. Wait, what? Oh, really? Oh, you did? Shots? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where? So the wrench isn't real? <laughs> no, it's what? real. <laughs> no, he's carrying I around know. a wrench, but sometimes you want a wrench in the shot. That would be amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't be the artist that just has to do the wrench. <laughs> Everybody else can do all the hard stuff. I'm just doing a wrench. Yeah. Some of the shots, when you think visual effects, you think like Star Wars, Glenn's flares, all that nonsense, oh, yeah, yeah. but it's not all that. No, I think majority of shots are stuff you don't even know. It's a green screen, which hopefully, you know, I, I, a lot of people notice bad green screen, but there's green, yeah, there's yeah. green screen that gets by everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You mean like the uh, balloon and walking the red balloon. <laughs> and for the two people who don't know, Tavis, uh, let them know when it airs. Oh, oh it's, yeah. Uh, Sunday nights. Okay. Scott, you asked hard-hitting questions. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm it stumped me. Sunday nights at a, on AMC. I believe it's available three days early if you subscribe to AMC Plus, AMC Per. Oh, cool. And then it's on Amazon Prime internationally. Oh, okay. So, nice. But I think I think the only way to stream it in the U.S. is through AMC. Okay. okay. Yeah, Ryan, I do gotcha reporting. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> and how many episodes is the first season going to be? First season is 10 episodes. Okay. And you said this is like basically like a two season miniseries. Yeah. And okay. I agree with what, with what you guys were saying about other shows that, and this show too, it just, it takes its time, which yeah. is nice. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's also a, a kind of one you don't want to binge either because it, it takes, sure. it unfolds over time. Like, you know, it's not, yeah, the pacing's it's done not really an eight well. hour, it's not a 10 hour trip. It's over days yeah. right. weeks or months, you know? So it, you feel that because if you watch it, because they're going from, they're in Nebraska, right? Yeah. And they're going to where the dad is in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a long, that's a long journey. Yeah. Yeah. On foot with zombies around. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't take the Greyhound. No. I wish you could. That would be that would be weird if Grey if Greyhound somehow survived the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it might make for a for boring TV though. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I just wonder how many people. I bet that's where the first thing of COVID happened is Greyhound. From a Greyhound bus, I guarantee it. Oh my God! I had to do one uh, a few years ago. We were coming back from my grandmother's funeral. That sounds sad. But the lady that was behind us just hacked and coughed the entire time on the way back, and we got sick. God. Yeah, uh, and it was the the week when the Switch was coming out, so I was too sick to go stand in line at Best Buy to get uh, one. Dang. Yeah, so I had to wait like eight months to get one. Yeah, that was my 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I know. So Too can you tease Ryan. us on anything coming up on the show? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> more wrenches, more wrench shots. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see wrenches. Yeah, you're gonna see. You'll see more of Elizabeth and the CRM. Sure. Okay. I know they yeah. weren't. In, they weren't in the second episode. No. They they pop up quite frequently. Just All tell right. us what the dad was trying to warn him about. It's not a big spoiler. Yeah, come, come on. on. <laughs> Give us a scoop. <laughs> yes. We want to break the news right here. <laughs> no, we already got our scoop. Traffic Jam is returning. Oh, that's right. <laughs> United. That's so that's like, that's Boston, that's got to be in the title somewhere. I think maybe we should do that on the season finale. Oh, will Traffic Jam? <laughs> yes, yes. That uh, that'll be like the cliffhanger. If it turns out Traffic Jam is their dad. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, and the message was he was letting them know he got tickets to the reunion. <laughs> yes, yes. It was just he had to he had to do it in secret though. <laughs> yeah, because if those people knew what was going on, they would try to they would try to ban the concert. Yes, those tickets are very limited as well. They don't like good music. No. So Basically, it's like a, it's it's like a version of oh, oh man, what's the movie where, where, where that the music was outlawed? Oh, Footloose? Uh, Footloose, thank you. Yeah, it's a version of Footloose. <laughs> and because we're going to be super meta, Traffic Jam ends that episode by singing Footloose. <laughs> I like it. And I bet there's a pretty sweet spot in that song for you, Tavis. I'm sure. <laughs> How are we not writers in Hollywood right now, Ryan? Politics. Uh, it is politics. It's all about who you know. Fucking politics, man. Hey, we know Tavis now. We, we, yeah. We're in. And right. we got Sarah. And I yeah, created I there, the show. Right. Yeah, and you created the show. I, I created Burn Notice as well. <laughs> yeah. yes. I think you probably hear Boston you know a little sad when it turned out you weren't on Boston Burn Notice. He, I wish that I probably, was that point, probably on that point, he lost all interest in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he probably had like a list of Burn Notice questions he was going to ask you. I say, I say fuck it. You, you, you're, you did Arrow as well. You were the creator of Arrow as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't care that you were in there until season three. That doesn't yeah. make any difference to me. Yeah. You probably gave him the idea and said, you guys run with it. I've got this band I'm working with. Right. <laughs> I'll be back up with you mid-season. Gene Simmons is probably like, will you do me the honor of covering a Kiss song? I, I, as soon as he sees season two, episode one, that's what he's going to do. Yep. Because the cliffhanger is going to be, will they get back together? And then season two, hopefully they are. And then he's going to see that. And it's going to he's going to guest star on season two so traffic jam is going to be kind of like an urkel situation right where urkel was like the guest on family matters and then before you know it he's like the basically the biggest deal on the show and everybody else is like basically just <laughs> yes. supporting characters that's exactly what's going to happen <laughs> yeah you know, i had to be so mad when you got on that show you got I landed the show awesome i'm like very my my role is so big on this show and then like my season two you're basically shoved upstairs and not seen anymore, and Urkel's like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, now, you're also a video gamer, right, Tavis? Yes. Which is good. I was hoping you were going to say that, because it was going to be bad if you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the right podcast, then. What, what is <laughs> video games? <laughs> is that like Goggle? <laughs> right. I like really Atari? like that Pong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played Atari back in the day. It's amazing what they can do with video games this day. There's like two paddles and a ball. <laughs> yes. I don't know why my old man Tavis voice sounds like Harry Carey. <laughs> That's just how you picture him as an old man, man. You can't help I it. I think it's going to be amazing. What are you yeah. playing right now, Tavis, other than Animal Crime? <laughs> See, what am I playing right now? I play Apex Legends sometime. With, okay. Uh, only with my friend online. <laughs> okay. I, ne- I never play by myself. We just kind of do it to hang out. Okay. 
I play that. I was in the middle of Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, how is super that? Good. It's super. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really great. I can't recommend. It. I haven't finished it. I, I got to like the third, I think, and final island. Uh, oh, nice. I oh, think I'm almost done. Okay. I love that company though. Infamous games are really good in Sly Coop. Yeah. So you're still pushing your you're, you're still pushing your way through that game. Yeah, yeah. And then I I downloaded this Genshin Impact last night. Okay. Okay. It's weird. <laughs> it's have you guys heard of it? It's uh, I've I've heard I've heard about it. I was I've been interested into. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a free to play RPG. I think it's for oh. PlayStation and mobile and PC, and it's okay. like an anime style visual style in the Japanese art game, and it's like a big budget like AAA game made by like Chinese mobile company that's it's and the game it plays like breath of the wild mm. um a lot of those same mechanics um like yeah. getting around the world you you have a glider and you can climb things and you have a stamina bar for climbing and spring. really yeah okay. that was the game i don't know if you remember ryan but that was the game that people were like taking their ps4s to the booth and smashing them in front of the booth yes okay they were, they were like saying it was a copyright thing or, or it, whatever. Yes. it looks like zelda it looks like breath of the wild too doesn't it no i mean it's it's very anime looking okay well the first remember the care the characters are super anime but yeah. like at first the first video that they came out it almost looked identical like the yeah. land yeah that's true looked the wild so yeah. is it like a mmorpg or is it actually just a standard rpg it's it's not mmo i think you can unlock co-op modes later i i, I just okay. started so i don't i and i feel like the similarities with breath of the wild end there because it's very rpg it's very like you got talents and you have elemental magic and like each and you have a party of characters that you can switch around to on the fly and they each have like then you can set up combos it, it's pretty and huh. but the the things that people are complaining about is it's a gotcha game which is like, it's a money okay. making you know made by a mobile yeah 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 company that's yeah. used to you know insert quarter please <laughs> so yeah. apparently it's like people are complaining because once you get to like the end game and get into like the real grind stuff like mm -hmm. they limit you a lot unless you but don't they understand they're playing a free game <laughs> it's yeah. always the weird thing to me yeah the entitlement that some people have you're playing a free game yeah and you're getting upset about that they dare to pay something for this entertainment. Yeah, yeah. And what systems is it? It's it's like PS4, mobile, PC. Have you downloaded it yet, Boston? No, I haven't had a chance. To, I haven't looked too much into it. I just had heard other people were talking about playing it this morning, and so I was like, oh, I want to I want to hear more things about this. It's huge right now, though, right? Like because it just went live last week, wasn't it? maybe but yeah it's it is I, I i discovered it just by like looking at what was streaming it live on playstation like the games and i'm like oh, what is this like it was it's super popular i started mm -hmm. watching stream and then i started reading reviews of it and I, I, it's like free to download i'm like free is free <laughs> yeah uh sounds really well, free, I, may, I may check it out before yeah. i Tonight, the but. reviews are like the story and the characters are really good the world's good the combat's good and then the end game gets a little egregious but if you want a, a free good story like how much realistically would you need to spend i don't know people are like doing math and some of the if you look on some articles and stuff they're like oh this would have cost you like 440 dollars to oh God. for sure oh, get damn. like you you know you, you buy these like you know random loot boxes yes mm -hmm. you know yeah. And, oh yeah and the odds of getting the the super rare thing are real low 
to the point okay. where like you guaranteed get it if you spin the wheel x amount of times but then somebody calculated that to be like 440 okay, if, wow. if they paid for every spin of this rando but it's not hurting them like when all that shit went down with star Wars. yeah <laughs> that was great but it's okay. but later on it like unlocks multiplayer for you apparently okay yeah mm. it's some kind of co-op modes but i, I okay. really don't I haven't delved into it okay and you said you still are doing a little bit of animal crossing yeah yeah, check in. I do my chores, pick up my nice. tree branches, dig up some fossils. Yeah. Nice. But they have the new Halloween stuff, which is really cool. You can get yeah. a bunch of DIYs for build a bunch of pumpkins. Oh, nice. And you yeah. can get like costumes, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the stores have costumes. Okay, that sounds awesome. Boston, what have you been playing? Well, aside from some monster got me reintroduced to Scrabble Go on mobile. <laughs> which is considered a lot of my making hours. This monster has been trying to get you to get back into a Hearthstone. <laughs> oh, that too. That too. <laughs> You've been playing Among Us, right? Uh, yes, I have started diving into the Among Us, okay. which I cannot wait until there's a console version of because, damn, I want more people to play this. Like, what are you playing it on? The computer or the phone? Uh, we've been playing on PC. Okay. And what's the, what's the gist of it? So, uh, are you familiar with games... Such as Mafia or Werewolf. Yes. Yeah. There's ten up to, up to ten players on a map, and you can have up to three imposters per game. Most places I played, I either have two or one because it's honestly it's the most fair because it is uh, it is, even though there's like two of them, it is heavily skewed in the favor of the imposters, which really at the end of the day just makes it a in in a way it makes it like just a simpler version of Friday the Thirteenth or Dead by Daylight. Mm. Okay. Okay. Which I love both of those two games. Yeah. Everybody has to try and... You have to try and complete your tasks. And at the same time you're trying to complete your tasks, there is an imposter who is hunting you down and trying to fake their tasks <laughs> and make you think that they are the the good guy helping you out. And then all of a sudden, they're like, bam, stab you in the back. <clears throat> and is there clues you have to look out for for these imposters? Is, is there like clues that you have to look out for to try to figure out who the imposters are? Like things are due or whatever. One of the things you can do is you can watch if somebody is doing a task. If they do not, like, if they walk away and the task bar doesn't go up, mm -hmm. like, you, it, it, it isn't clear that the task is being done, then you can be like, mm, that's suspicious. Hmm. And then uh, imposters are allowed to use the vent system to move through the, to move quickly around the map. So if you see somebody use a vent, they are an imposter. Okay. If you see someone stab somebody, they're an imposter. <laughs> pretty, pretty clear, clear one. Yeah. My favorite has been, I, I've seen, and it's great too, because I'll watch people do these next level plays where they just, they'll kill somebody or even better. Like they'll go into a room and I'll be like, pink and blue are in the room and yellow comes in, stabs pink, and then immediately reports the dead body and goes, Hey, blue was an electrical and his body was there when I walked in. So <laughs> Mm. So, who might have been doing a task and I've been paying attention? It's like, what? Well, no, no, I, I was in like, oh, it's already started to stutter, man. He, he must be. It's got to be him. Just, he's totally suspect. So you go <laughs> meet back together and try to vote somebody out. If you report a body or call an emergency meeting, everyone is teleported back to the cafeteria, which is actually there's some really fun tactics you can use with that, such as um, getting someone to call. Even, even as an imposter, like calling the emergency meeting when people like almost done with certain certain tasks. Mm. Although you cannot call an emergency meeting if 
oxygen is I said yeah you can report it you can report a body if oxygen's in uh, oxygen or any of the there, there's environmental threats they can they can trigger okay that forces everybody to go and do a certain task and that's the react is usually it's the reactor which requires everybody to go to one room and then there's oxygen which usually requires people to split up and go to two different locations which is a real good way to get people to especially if everyone's trying to to clump together to yeah. for safety it's like mm, there's oxygen just one of y'all gotta break off huh. I'm waiting oh that sounds brilliant is there I any talks just... of it coming to console i'm sure it is coming in oh i said has there been any talks of it coming to console um so what i've heard so so far what i've heard about the game is that they were they were working on among us 2 earlier this year because they're like well the game's been out for two years whatever sorry i guess it's not gonna not gonna work out let's try let's work on a sequel and see what we can do and then over the last month it just blew up alongside of fall guys oh and they were like we're just gonna cancel among us too work (laughs) on some patches for this game and then what do y'all want for the new among us too now because we now have a budget Because it was like it came out two years ago, right? And just mm-hmm. had like a low, like three hundred people or something low, like that playing it, and then it just blew up. Yeah, like it just. I think I think of some YouTubers that got a hold of it, and the social aspect of it was because like Fall Guys is Fall Guys is great, but it because it causes you to have to you have to talk. Um, a big part of the game is the, the espionage and some chatting with your friends and trying to be like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> that that seems suspect that you're you're i saw you over engineering you gotta it especially right now during the pan i think with the pandemic so many people haven't been able to see each other in so long that they're mm-hmm. like yes this is an excuse for me to talk shit with my friends again yeah that's a good point yeah <laughs> so when you suspect about it and you call these meetings then you can just and like if you're right you just win and if you're wrong then what happens okay so there's a lot of different aspects to that on the base game, if you just load up a map and go, one of the things it'll do is go, if you, whenever you eject somebody, it will tell you whether or not they were the impost- an imposter. Okay. So that way, if you accidentally vote off somebody who wasn't an imposter, it will let you know immediately. However, and a bunch of the assholes I play with love to do this, you can turn that off. Oh. oh. <laughs> so you don't know who, uh, if you got, if, if you were right or not until the final, uh, the final moments. Oh, oh sure. wow. Because okay. for the for the crew for the crew to win, you have to complete all of your tasks or eject both of the imposters or eject all eject all the imposters. Okay. For the imposters to win, they have to be equal to or greater than the number of remaining crewmates. Okay, okay. that sounds really awesome. Which leads into some really interesting meta plays, such as one one big one that they talk about on a lot of a lot of streams now. <clears throat> don't vote on seven because if you have seven players, if there's seven body, you know, <clears throat> if there are seven players alive, it is too much of a risk. Cause for one, if you just rolled randomly, that's two out of seven that are the imposter five out of seven that aren't, there's a good chance you're going to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Unless you were dead, unless you had, had one of the imposters dead to rights, you're yep. probably wrong. Yeah. So if that wasn't the imposter, it's now four versus two, <laughs> and all the imposters have to do is get a double kill before the next meeting, and they win. Okay. 
Are there penalties for guessing wrong? There are no in-game penalties. Like, there's no mechanical penalties for being wrong, other than right. putting yourself at a disadvantage and letting the imposters get one up. Yeah, true. There are a lot of social ramifications for being wrong. So, yeah, so, like, if you were the imposter boss and we got it wrong and said, oh, yeah, Tavis is definitely the killer. Now, Tavis is dead, and you're still in there with us. Well, or even more so, let's say that, let's say that, I got I got suspect of Tavis. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo guys, listen, it's got to be Tavis. I saw I'm I I swear to you I saw him vent. I know I saw him vent. He was over he was over in, in an electrical and there was no way he could have got it in cuz the doors were sealed, so he had to have vented. That's the only way he could have got in there. And so I get you all to vote Tavis. Tavis gets kicked and it says, "Not the imposter." Well, guess who <laughs> now is the most suspect motherfucker in the room? Yeah. 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 And everybody's like you know what? Our bad, Tavis. Yep. <laughs> but this wasn't racist. I mean, there's nothing stopping the imposter from just yes. making, making shit up. I promise it wasn't racist. Yes, that sounds like a really good. If that comes on consoles, I am definitely going to check that oh, out. Oh, absolutely. 100% that I would. Sounds like a perfect. And I bet Microsoft or Sony or one of them is just already like going to just throw a bunch of money at that company and buy it. It's just, it has uh, it, to happen. It's, it's possible. I mean, it's. It's kind of weird too, because like mechanically, again, it's it's such a sim. There's no. I think the game is less than 500 megs. Oh wow! Oh damn! Like you could. That, 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 that's the reason why right now that the two the two platforms that it exists on is mobile and PC, because you could run it on this little dirt cheap Chromebook I got from my grandma. Cool. Does she play it, with it you? Old, like she didn't buy me a oh. laptop. <laughs> and what are you playing, Scott? Uh, so I started playing couple of old games actually recently i i was on playstation and saw um uh, playstation now popped up for a free trial yeah and i was looking i looked there's a lot of many goods on here uh so i was scrolling through it and there's quite a few good games on there now i uh, so i was like yeah okay so i i, I signed up and I, what i really like about it is you can stream the games or you can download it so you can just stream anything you want just to see if you like it first, so you don't have to waste your time downloading a sixty meg game or sixty gig game if you don't really want to. Uh, yeah. But then when, when you're streaming though, it, it's not the best. It'll work okay for for a while, then it'll start you know kind of glitching up and it happened quite a bit. So then I just downloaded the two games I wanted to play. So what I what I've downloaded is Days Gone, and because I am a glutton for punishment and I guess I like <laughs> getting my ass kicked, Bloodborne. Uh, I really oh, like the, uh, yeah the Blood Souls uh, games. So <laughs> oh, God. I've, I've never played Bloodborne, and it's just as hard as any of the other ones. Uh, it's yeah. it's rough. Uh, so, and I've I've wanted to play Days Gone for the longest time, but you know when it came out, it kind of got really mixed reviews, and I just never got it. Uh, but so far, I'm really digging it. Yeah, that one's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm not too far into it yet. I just started playing the other day, but uh, I I like the storyline and and how it plays so far. So so far, I haven't really seen what the why the the negative reviews have been about. I, th- I think they just said it gets repetitive, yeah. uh, but you know, I'm not that far into the game to know if that's true or not. I I heard it was broken when it first came out. It was like a I think no that's what I heard sky, too. Yeah. Uh, Did Tavis just, does it get repetitive later later on? I didn't finish it, so <laughs> I didn't okay. get that far enough to say. Okay, but but for what you played, it it didn't. Yeah, I mean, I could see it happening just because it felt very. I mean, if you feel like Far Cry is repetitive mm-hmm. or Assassin's Creed's are repetitive. Sure, sure. But uh, I love those games. Yeah, though, so. like if you're into the gameplay of it all, like, you know, some things you're just going to have to do over and a bit. Right. And like and doing it. So it's fine. That's a great way of putting it because that's I, I know that I get into that every time I play Assassin's Creed or Far Cry. I know it's what's going to happen and I, and I still have fun with it. So yep, <laughs> I'm cool the, with it. But yeah, I, I've been playing those two. 
the set pieces look great in that game, like where the zombie oh, yeah. swarms yeah. are coming after you. Oh yeah, it's it's terrifying. Uh, there's <laughs> it looks like there's hundreds of them chasing you. So. <laughs> Uh, and then it, Bloodborne, like I said, uh, it, I did start playing that, and it's just I asking the patience. <laughs> yeah, it, I get it. I I don't know what it is why I like those series so much. I I think I just really like the challenge, and it is definitely that. Nice. Yeah. I've been playing Hades. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm not a roguelite person. Normally, if I hear roguelite, <laughs> random procedural stages, I'm out. Mm. But I like the company Supergiant Games that did Bastion transistor and i can't think of the third one so they had this really cool idea so you're playing the son of hades and you're basically trying to get out of out of hell to find your mom persephone higher yeah to find persephone your mom so it's basically broken into four stages each time you die basically are you know like brought to back down the the underworld the land of the dead and you have to basically go back up and try to get out again there's all these storylines going on with all the different gods that are in Hades' uh, little circle there, as well as the gods like Zeus and Titan, you know, all those that are trying to also help you. So before you start each run, you're given boons from one of the gods. Like you have the three attacks. You have dash, you have a normal attack, like a range attack, and then you have like a cast. So the cast can be anything from like you throw like a tidal wave or you may have these like little discs that spin around. And as you go into each chamber, you can decide if you want to go in a chamber that's going to give you like money. Do you want to go in a chamber that's going to give you the material to level your character up? Or do you want to go in the chambers that's going to like enhance your character through this run? Hmm. So it's kind of brilliant. And each time you start back, there's new, like, it's amazing how much dialogue is in this game. It's ridiculous. Hmm. I finally beat it, quote unquote, because something happens that makes you go back to Hades. Supposedly you have to beat it 10 times to beat. Oh, you have wow. to get 10 successful runs, but it's mm. super, it's, it's super deep. It's a kind of like crazy, the kind of stuff that you get. It's like a dungeon crawler, kind of isometric view. Super fun. The, the, the gameplay is like silky smooth. I'm playing it on switch in handheld mode and it runs perfectly. I mean, there's a little uh, slowdown at some of the boss effects because there's so much stuff going on in the game. But yeah, it's brilliant. That sounds awesome, man. Yeah, it's super good. I can't think of the main character's name. It's all Greek to me. God, uh, yeah, that's right. Boom. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But yeah, super fun. I, oh, it's got the best. You know how games now are trying to do, like, I know Scott likes all the hard games, but uh, games are now are like bringing out accessibility difficulties. Like Last mm. of Us 2 has it. They just patched it into control. And this game's is God mode. But what's brilliant about it is the game stays the same difficulty, but every time you die and go back to the beginning, you get 2% extra on your defense. Oh, okay. So okay. it still gives you a challenge, but not to the point where you just aren't going to get stuck. So they're like, did they do that for people that still want to be able to play and enjoy the game, but also want to see the story progress between all the characters. It's a, it's a brilliant way that they do it because you know, okay, I lost this time. But I got all my stuff there. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to power myself up back at home base. But then I'm also gonna get extra defense now. Yeah. Yeah. The Soul series is probably like looking at that and just laughing. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're gonna take more <laughs> stuff from you. Exactly. Every time you die, you oh, get yeah. weaker. Yeah. <laughs> Only one button works. Hades is taking Twitch to the bank right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Is it? Oh yeah. Because there were there were a bunch of streamers who were playing it back when it was in early access. Okay. They were helping get it big. Mm-hmm. And after 
after it went live, a whole bunch of people jumped on the train with it. It's it's been doing real good. Yeah, I want to say, let me look real quick. It's kind of crazy. Also, don't have any more Twitch rewards for this week. <laughs> like every game this company has made has been different from the last, and it looks like one of their games you'll recognize, like the art style and everything. But it's the first roguelike that I've ever played that I've actually dug. Awesome. Yeah, but I I saw yeah it was in for like two years right, and basically where they were running it out to see people thought. Like early access, it was in early access for a while, wasn't it, Boston? Yeah, it was. It was there for a while. Hmm. I want to say it came out pretty, not immediately after, but pretty soon after Pyre. Yep. Yeah, and that's an interesting Eight. game. Well, okay, maybe 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 I was a little maybe I was a little overzealous in my statement. Eight point two eight point two thousand viewers. It's one two three thirty. Okay, so it's the 39th most popular game on Twitch right now. That's still a lot. Like Twitch yeah, probably has like a billion a, games. Yeah, there's hundreds of games on Twitch. So. But that that was, maybe. Not as not as big as I was. I was. No, that's still pretty big though for Twitch, right? I mean, I, I would think so. You know this? what, Boston? You are not wrong. Just like what is Party Animals. What is this? What? There's a game called Party Animals, and it's, it's it looks like gang be- looks like gang beasts, but with adorable little animals that's probably precious huh. so tavis when traffic jam gets big again are you guys gonna do like a version of rock band with it <laughs> oh good question i think that has Thank to happen you. there you go yes I, th- I don't think you've made it until you're on rock band and it's cool too because unlike rock band you don't have to buy instruments because your voice is your yeah you just need four microphones that's true yeah. yeah that's all you need I know one game that's really big on Twitch. Maybe even the turntable. Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> if you want. I, I mean, know, you know there's one game that's probably big. I feel like now we're playing Family Feud. I'm going to see if this game is more popular than Hades. Um, <laughs> Phasmophobia? I have no idea what that is. It's something that's only been out for like the last four or five weeks, but I think it's like in the top five most streamed games on Twitch last week. Oh, wow. It's like a, co- it's a co-op ghost hunting game. What? Playable in VR or non-VR that mixes puzzle solving and jump scares. Game. Huh. Yeah, it, I think What's it, it called came. Again? Phasmophobia. P H A S M O P H. What's it on PC? What's yeah, it on? Phasmophobia. Yeah. Yep. But they said like um October eighth. I'm looking at IGN. It had seventy thousand concurrent players. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's on PC. Yeah, they said it's the mo- it's the fifth most streamed uh, Steam game in the last week, beating out Fortnite, FIFA 21, Counter Strike, and Party Animals. But they, they didn't mention. Yeah, as of as of right now, apparently, just chatting is is the is the top category. Uh, Among Us has 160 thousand, and Phasmophobia is at 122. <clears throat> it's currently the third third popular on hmm. Twitch. I don't know if I just don't want to brag here, guys, but BRB AFK is on top of everything. Uh, I, I agree. At yeah. some point, we're going to be streaming on Twitch. I hope we do. <laughs> we're going to have Travis a... come on and play some Apex Predator. Wait, is it Apex, yeah. Apex Predator? <laughs> what is it called Apex again? Predator. Apex Predator. <laughs> yeah. You have to play as Bill Cosby. The ride, that's a totally different podcast, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's funny. Oh, that's we have fun hysterical. here. Oh, one thing, because I know everybody's every episode, they want to see how we're doing in fantasy football. Oh, sure, of course. I finally won all three of my nice all three of my leagues this week. I think the COVID that happened with the Titans helped me in one game. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. That's all right. We all we all do what we're getting ourselves into when we're playing the fantasy this year. So yep. Yeah. It's how okay. are you doing, Boss Scott? Well, so our main fa- friends league. I'm number two. Oh. I'm, I'm worried that Lindsay is going to repeat this year. She's four and zero. We can't lose to a girl. Uh, well, we did last year. 
Ugh. Wow. <laughs> In the South, we don't like this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. That's true. Then in yeah. our work league, I'm also number two uh, behind Kurt. Okay. Kurt's a guy, so that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I don't feel yeah. as, as bad about that one. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a weird season. It's almost like an alternate reality. You got Tom yeah. Brady is Tampa Bay. Yeah. Cam Newton is on the Patriots. It's crazy. It's a weird. Gronk is also with Tom Brady, but he's not doing nothing. So. No. My favorite part so far of the of the early NFL is okay. So the the Raiders are now in Las Vegas. They're the Las Vegas Raiders. They got done right. plunging, pillaging, and now they're in Las Vegas. Right. And during their opening game, they had the Killers come out and perform. And the Killers came out and go, I think we got the perfect song for the Las Vegas Raiders, and then busted into Mr. Brightside. And I'm thinking, isn't that kind of an insult? Are they saying that Las Vegas Raiders are just a bunch of cockolds? Because <laughs> that's what that song is about, right? It's a cockold song. Well, I, not necessarily cockold, but definitely that he got stood up and she went with somebody else. They're basically saying, while well, you Raiders are playing your football, your wives are getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is the perfect song for you guys. Yeah. Now, yeah, Tavis, do you do any of the fantasy football? No, I have no idea how to play those. <laughs> All right, well, you're going to be on our teams next year. <laughs> yeah, we need we need somebody uh, that I can buy it. $5,000, <laughs> um, just so you know. <laughs> we take checks. <laughs> yes, we take checks or cash yeah. up front. Yeah. Uh, um, and we will uh, pick your teams for you. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> huh. I have one final question for all, all, all of you, though, before we do. Oh, okay. Nice. What is the one game that all of you are looking forward to the most coming up anytime soon? That can be new consoles uh, or current gen. Oh, you have some really good questions tonight, Scott. I, I'm just, I'm all on it tonight, man. You are. Do you want to start, for, uh, Scott, or just go around the room? Yeah, or? I'll start. So okay. I've got a couple. Oh, Call of Duty, but mostly because it's I love zombies. Not mm-hmm. really because of the single player or the multiplayer, but I'm really looking forward to getting back into zombies again. Yep. That is my jam. Also because I guess I like stuff that are really, really hard. Okay, <laughs> and the world beyond probably wet your appetite for the <laughs> for the zombies. <laughs> yes. Yes. It did. It definitely did. And then, of, a, of course, Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's my, that's that's my two I'm really looking forward to. What are you thinking, Tavis? Yeah, I would say Cyberpunk is at the top of my list. And then uh, when does the new Spider-Man come out? Is that soon? Oh, that's true. That's, that's, uh, that's November long, 12th. Ah, I'm going to get there the PS5 version then. Yes. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's, any other ones you're thinking of that you're thinking that you're looking forward to? Or you think those two will get you for through the rest of the, the year? You got that. And I'll probably dip a toe back into World of Warcraft whenever that expands. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man, yeah. I haven't played that in years. <laughs> yeah. every, every time there's an expansion, I'll, I'll level my character yeah, to next level, and then I'll just kind of peace out again. Man, I think if I tried World of Warcraft now, I would be so lost. I wouldn't even know what to do. Amazing. It's more and more confusing every time I go back. I bet. Huh. I bet. I bet. Wait, what? Amy Winehouse is in this game now? <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, what? I don't know. I just try to think of that. Amy Winehouse, for some reason, is the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> okay. What are you looking forward to, Boston? Well, I was going to say gonna say the new Dark Pictures. Oh, yeah. But apparently, there is a remake of, of 13 coming soon. Oh, really? Is that really? Which one is that? The Wait, like self? the old, uh, old 13 game? Yeah, X, huh. XIII. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know that. And yeah, it looks like it's an HD, an HD remake. Oh, that would look pretty. Uh, lo- it looks because it still kind of has that. It still keeps some of the cel shaded 
style of it. Okay. It looks it looks gorgeous and in some of the the previews I, here. I know what game we're talking about. I just don't think I ever played it for some. Yeah, really yeah. I don't, remember, I don't remember. I don't remember playing it either because I remember it was like, "Wow, that's gorgeous!" And then yeah, we just about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I was just like, I, I just typed in upcoming games 2020, and I was like, "That's not an upcoming game." They're <laughs> 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 like, "Oh, there's a remake coming out later this year." Like, "Oh shit!" Windows, Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One on November 10th. There okay, was supposed awesome. to have the Mass Effect trilogy remade this year. That got bumped Ooh. to next year, though. Is it like just that? I was about to ask you. So. Yeah, it's the, they said <laughs> apparently they they didn't like the progress of what they've made with one, okay. so they wanted to postpone the whole thing until they uh, perfected one. Mm. Awesome. Hopefully that'll get people to give Bio. Is it Bioware? Bioware. Yep. Yeah, give them a little bit more respect again because they've had a bad. Ever since EA bought them out, man, this went downhill. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to, of course, Miles Morales. What's that? What's that one? I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably also the new Assassin's Creed. Oh, that does yeah. look good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I like the last two they've done with their new way of open, the way they're doing their open world now. Mm-hmm. Right. And then probably Gods and Monsters. Okay. I thought it God's looked generic. Monsters, yeah. yeah, it's the Ubisoft one. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those, when I first saw it, I, I forgot what the original, the original title is Gods and Monsters. Now it has a generic name. They had to change oh. it because they were worried that people were going to confuse them with the monster that you drink. <laughs> it's so bizarre but watching the trailer and seeing it it really gives me zelda vibes it's like it's actually lighthearted. they break uh the fourth wall through it but it doesn't look as dark and depressing that i originally thought it was good it looks super fun okay good question scott I, i'm doing I, I i think i'm um setting the bar too high for myself this this, this episode <laughs> you're gonna be expecting great things from me from here on out i just, I just don't know if i have it in me and now comes the end of the episode, Tavis, where we tell the story about how we lost our virginity. I yes. will start. Yes. Me and my mom were alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was forty years old. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's better now than ever. So this is where we just yeah. recommend something that could be a video game, it could be a book, it could be a TV show, it could be it could be anything you want. It could be a Twitch streamer, it could be whatever you want it to be. Do you want to kick us off, Scott? Ooh. Sure. I'll recommend a book. Okay. Oh. This one, and it's. The na- name of the wind uh, Ooh, by okay. Patrick. I don't know how you say his last name. Rothfuss. Yes, I think you know this one, Tavis. Yes, uh, great. Book. Oh, it's oh, it's so good. I'm actually I haven't finished the first one. I'm like I think probably halfway through. Mm. Basically, it's about a I guess I will use the retired for a lack of a better word, but a retired wizard, like a pretty you know like one of the most famous badass wizards around, and he has his own inn now, and he, he's he's retired in secret. He doesn't want anyone, anyone to know where he is or who he is i haven't figured out why yet i'm not that far in so basically it's about this chronicler who finds out where he thinks this wizard is and so he winds up finding him and he convinces him to tell his whole life story uh so it goes back when he was a child and you know kind of where he goes to magic or the academy magic school and the whole nine yards so it's it's really fantastic and Uh, it's a it's a trilogy he's only got the first two out right now it's kind of like a george r R. martin thing where his fans have been waiting on him for the longest time to finish three, and mm-hmm. he just hasn't. So, <laughs> uh, a buddy of mine said he was uh, he went to one of his uh, book tours, uh, and the first thing he said he'll answer any question whatsoever except when is the, the third book coming out. <laughs> I guess I guess that he was tired wow. of that question. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it's fantastic though. Awesome, Boston. Because it was originally going to be my my topic, but we we kind of skipped over that. I recommend everybody get a chance to go try and play Crucible. You guys remember Crucible? No. No? 
gosh. Crucible, Amazon's free-to-play team-based shooter that released in May of 2020. <laughs> no. And then and in July of 2020, got unreleased. What? No. what? I don't, I don't know about this re-released one. back into open betas that you could get subscribed for. You got some exclusive invites. Well, now it has been announced that the servers are going to be shut down on November 9th. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. They had a good run? No. No, it did not. No. <laughs> Wait, what was this on? The PC? It was on PC, and okay. you could get it through. You could get it through the the Twitch, the Twitch store, and the Amazon Game Store. For a while, actually, it was on it. It released on the Epic Game Store and Steam too. Okay. Like it came, it came out like swinging. It was, and it looked good. It looked a lot like that one Unreal one that existed for all of the one year. Yep. Uh, I can't even remember now. Was that the one that launched at the same time as? Ah, oh shit. The one uh, Battleborn. Uh, no, no, no. Is it called Battleborn? Well, there was Battleborn that was also similar. There was a bunch of them that Overwatch came out. that came out at the same time as Overwatch. Yeah, came out at the same time as Overwatch, yeah. along with Battleborn and some others. And Overwatch just crushed all of them. <laughs> yeah, it looks mm-hmm. very similar to that game. Okay, like, it looks gorgeous, but yeah, no, like they it, it came out, they re- released, they're like play our game, and then a month later they're like don't play our game, and then a week later hey come play our beta. It's like how I you... what the hell happened? Was it was it just maybe too buggy and they couldn't fix it I at don't, all? Or... I have no idea. It's just been the it's been the weirdest Benjamin Button memento <laughs> style, uh, story I've ever seen in my life because it it came out swinging, they went back to beta, and now it's canceled. <laughs> and wow, and it's like sad game. too because this is COVID. This is like the perfect time for you to release games. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, apparently, and they're gonna tra- they're transferring the team over to the, uh, the their new MMO, New World. Which I've heard some okay things okay. about, but that one's so yeah, if, uh, if, if you can still get a, if you can still get a beta key, go out and play Crucible before it's gone. <laughs> Damn, that's maybe wow. we can save it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> we're, if the, we, this if podcast, we're the we are trying that. to save everything right now. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> you know, Let's save the trees, boy bands. <laughs> yeah, games just, that we don't know yeah. what the hell happened to them. Uh, we also want to save your souls. You know, there is an answer in Jesus. <laughs> you Tavis, among us all the time. Speaking of Jesus, Tavis, what do you have to recommend? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, other than my my zombie show. Oh, yep. Go ahead and plug that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you recommend your show? <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend a show called Ted Lasso on Apple okay. Plus, Apple TV Plus. Okay. Super good show. It's Jason Sudeikis is college football coach oh, who yes. gets recruited by a professional soccer team in the UK, you know, know in we, the Premier League. Did we talk about this last episode? We did. And it's oh, like, did oh, you? Oh, makes me it's so okay. happy yeah that's yeah. awesome no no i'm glad to have us that's awesome that you brought that up it's such a good show it's uh all 10 episodes are out they did a weekly release that's awesome on that i, I really like jason today because anyway yeah. oh so it's all it's all out now it's all out now um so okay. you can binge it or take your time with Finn's roommate hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually um it's i think like he's doing that character uh, nfl because i think i saw him as that character before the game last night that's how it started it started as just oh. a character on like the nfl sports really like kind of a sketch comedy character and apparent i never i've never seen the nfl sketches but okay apparently i did not know that the, okay the show itself obviously filled out his character a little more and it's not it's not a goofy show it, it's okay. funny really good it's a okay. lot better than you'd expect and it it's a feel-good show in but not nice. in a not in like not the way like seventh heaven made you feel good <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that's amazing 
and it's on Apple. Ah, yeah. Okay, and the cool. full like you said, ten episodes is out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like I, cause Sarah recommended it too, so oh. you know if yeah. if Sarah and Tavis. Oh, are, she's okay. She brought it over. I knew, yeah, I knew somebody. Uh, yeah, I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah, but if, if Sarah and Tavis are down for it, you know, I think sure. this sounds amazing. The weird thing is, uh, like when I originally heard it, heard of it. I was confused because there's actually a similar show going on right now in Britain called The First Team. Mm. That's about an American that comes to run a Premier League football team. Huh. Same yeah, plot. And it's, yeah, it's got Will Arnett is the main guy on it. Huh. Yeah, and it's the reason I knew about it was I like Will Arnett, but it's also got the main actor from You're the Worst. But oh. yeah, I watched the first episode and it wasn't that good. So when I saw Ted Lasso, I thought it was that. Hmm. But I guess Ted Lasso is just, I guess, parallel thinking. Yeah. It's like those volcano movies. <laughs> okay. Or all the, all the fish movies that came out at the same time. <laughs> yes. That old lady in Dante's Peak who refused to, to leave her house, she deserved to burn in that lava. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you deserve oh it. And I hope you burn where you're... I'm, I'm just kidding. I love that lady. I'm going to recommend Traffic Jam. Their version of Bohemian Rhapsody is life-changing. It's so good. They also have a good version of Wonderwall. Yeah. I don't believe you. Go ahead, sing us some, Tavis. Yeah, no. we're listening. We're waiting. No. Die was going to be the day. You sound really good. <laughs> I'm going to recommend Fargo. Oh, it's been a minute since season three ended. They just started season four last week. It takes place this season in the 1950s. And it's uh, it's Chris Rock is the star. Mm. Uh, essentially, it's these two rival gangs since the early 1910s that the way they try to make peace between the two rival gangs is they basically swap a kid. So that way, if you have to raise this person's son, you're going to learn who your enemy is and you're going to respect them. And it shows like first episode shows it all the way up to like Chris Rock. So it's basically like Chris Rock has this kid. The other mafia guy gets murdered. Jason Schwartzman is that guy's son who now wants to try to basically throw overthrow everything. There's also this nurse that's killing people. She's a serial killer. It's definitely different than any of the other three seasons of Fargo, but it still has that. Is it Noah Hotley that does the show? It's you Noah. Can, Hotley. Yeah, it's it, 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 it. You can tell it's him still. I'm gonna, but that's what I like is FX. Let him wait until he was ready. They didn't just rush and go. We need another season next year. That's really good though. I like that they, yeah. they did that. Yeah, it's fantastic. We've only watched the first episode so far. You know how I feel. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's pretty good so far. I like it. Well, before we go, I'll flip the script. Then, what's the one thing you don't recommend? And and I'll start. There's this there's this uh, new Walking Dead show I saw recently. It's uh, it's pretty, pretty All right. bad. Oh, thank you very much for coming out for the show. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> I kid. For the record, I kid. It's it's actually a really incredibly good show. <laughs> oh, good. I got you. Got you. <laughs> Just don't do it. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Tavis, thank you so much for being. Yeah, man, you were awesome, man. Th- thanks so yeah. much. Thank you, guys. Yeah, this was really fun. Yeah, and just, you know, keep us informed. Let us know when Traffic Jam's coming back. Yeah. We'll do. Yeah, look for it. I expect an email to have us with all of your original members' names and <laughs> hopefully addresses and phone numbers. Yeah. And their likes. Let's just... What yeah, and their like? likes. Their likes, their dislikes, yeah. you know, everything. The, the more we can entice them to come, the better chance we're going to be able to re- reunite you guys. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be like that old VH1 show. 
band on the run. <laughs> and be prepared for any day, uh, any time for Ryan and I to burst down your door with oh. a video crew, a camera crew with us. Yep. So we can just start this adventure. Yep. Love it. And and don't be don't be mad if we have to like add some drama. Like Travis oh, yeah. has been drunk for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We gotta make it a cool backstory so the fans stay interested. You know. Yeah. 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 But don't worry, yeah. we'll make you the hero at the end, though. Yeah, you're going to get a redemption story. Exactly, exactly. You're, like gonna, you're gonna look like a complete douchebag for like 20 years, but <laughs> yeah. than, after that, it, it's a it's a different ballgame. Yeah, so, true to life. Love it. Love it. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Boston, wrap us up. Uh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> the internet. Uh, that's the well, best wrap I've ever heard in my life. We are, we are BRBAFK. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. Uh, Good night, bye, guys. That's it, guys. Uh, Skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. We're so sorry, skeletons, you're so misunderstood. You only want to socialize. I don't